Check, are you there? Check. Welcome to the Break It Down for Brackens podcast. This is our first time trying to film on multiple cameras. This is just a hobby. There will be no judgment of Kevin Brackens and how terrible a job I do with this. Today is the Break It Down for Brackens runner's edition. We're back with Jenny and Travis, and we are going to talk about running. Jenny, Travis, is your audio on? I believe it is. I believe so. That's great. Let's go ahead and discuss what COVID nineteen is that our first topic? Yeah, we're cool. back. So go ahead and uh, <laughs> tell us what you're doing. It's been two months since we recorded our last podcast. Last time we recorded was right after the Seneca Creek 50k, um, and it, as soon as we got through that, the whole world shut down for COVID nineteen. And let's just talk about what that means for runners. So. Everybody's staying in their house. Everybody's basically quarantined. The people who are doing the right thing are, are keeping social distance uh, with one another. And for runners, of course, we immediately go, can we still run? How are we gonna do this, right? Yeah. And so first thing, first things first is all of us had to get used to the fact that all of our races would be canceled. And I think in the very beginning, some of us may not have realized how many would be canceled and how far out they would go. But as this progressed, it became evident that it's just not uh, responsible in any way to have any types of social gatherings um, with race organizations. And so all of our races were canceled for the remainder remainder of the spring most of the summer we've we've still not heard word back on one race we have in the summer um the fall races uh we haven't heard anything on those yet but who's to say that they're that they're going to be held and so first question by our coach because we have the same coach at, at plant powered nutrition our plant powered running rather is what do you guys want to do do you want to continue to train as you've been training for toward What's your coach's name? David. David Welsh. I'll let you speak. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Plant Powered Running. And he is he he's a coach who communicates with his folks um, daily. So he's he's given me comments on almost every workout that I have. And he asks, you know, what do you guys want to do with this? Do you want to keep running? Do you want to keep building your distance? Um, and and our answer was yes, we want to keep on the same pathway that we were on because very early on as the very first races were canceled, my initial reaction was, well, let's just do them virtually. Even if, even if they don't have a virtual option, let's do as much as we can virtually. This year is with COVID-19 is about creating a time capsule of how it's affecting our lives and for runners' lives, I think all of us are going to have a whole year of virtual medals potentially. Yeah, it's been fun though. It, yeah, it has. Without all the traffic and just good to our own thing. No traffic, no uh, anxiety the, the night before races, no figuring out hotels. We've actually saved a bunch of money. And so for every weekend that we've had a race scheduled, we have done it virtually. Um, and David has built it into our schedule. And so what we've done to get creative with it, because it was, you know, we, we couldn't always run in the specific locations where the races would be held, is we've been venturing out on our own to go to some, some more creative places to run. Hey, real quick though, um, what, Races where you registered for and which ones have, uh, have canceled on you? Oh, Highland Sky has been canceled. Yeah, that's okay. That so was a, that was a blow. 
We should talk about it. We have A races this year and we have B races and even C races. Yeah. So our A races are our primary goal races and we had two. We had, we had Highland Sky 40 miler um, in June and then JFK 50, of course, which is in November. And so a lot of what we were training for in the beginning of the year was Highland Sky. Highland Sky was canceled and that was a really hard blow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then we were we realized, I mean, yes, we had a great attitude that we were going to keep running virtually, but when Highland Sky was canceled, it was like, God, that was the halfway point in the year. So to answer your question, um, it's kind of hard to, to keep track of all of them. The first one was the Marine Corps 17.75. Yeah, Richmond. Richmond Ragnar Ultra. We, we've already run both of those um, uh, virtually. The uh, Cherry Blossom 10 Miler. Um, the Bridges. Cooper River Bridge Run. Um, I also did a social distancing run through the Marathon Training Academy podcast. They always have a really great virtual run every year, which I do, but they did one specifically for this. Um, you did two rock and rolls too, didn't you? We did. I did uh, the rock and roll half marathon virtual um, and the rock and roll 10K virtual. So every race that I just mentioned, and I'm sure I'm forgetting mm -hmm. some. Oh, we did the yeah, we did the New York half the New York City half marathon virtually. All of those we've done virtually and for most of those we get medals and swag still, so it's really cool and then we have a cool story to tell with our medals. And and for us, it's a unique story of where we've run that week. For the most part because uh my mileage is really high right now, um meaning that um on my high mileage weeks I'm running um up to marathon distance or beyond, um, I'm incorporating a lot of the distances into a lot of those virtual races into my regular distance. Smart. But we're keeping it light. We're not running at a race pace at all. We're keeping it in the training mode. And I think that as I'll look at the the, the medals and the swag, I'll, I'll remember this year and, and what we did. But we're keeping it chill and we're, we're still just doing what we can. Um, to, to, to navigate through this. So if I could interject for a second, um, Jenny is on my quarantine, but so is Travis. Since they're training partners, they decided mm -hmm. to band up. So really it's a whole quarantine. quarantine. And that's why quarantine. <laughs> and that's why we're able to have these face to face. I'm so happy to have a face to face podcast. I haven't had one since whenever Seneca was. Mm -hmm. Um, so, okay, but anyway, we're, we're a quarantine here, so that's why we're actually together. Yeah, you know what, that's really important to note because that's that's a big part of this. So once, once everything kind of went on lockdown, our lives went on lockdown as well. I do not go to any stores, period. I have not been to any stores in the last two months. I use Instacart for groceries, for example. Um, if I stop at a gas station to get gas, I'm just getting gas and that's it. Um, I've been, I, my, I am fortunately, I am part of an essential business and I am able to work from home entirely. Some of my team is not, but I have been working from home entirely. Um, and so I have zero contact with anyone outside of Kevin and Travis. They are quite literally my quarantine. I, they're the only people I see. Travis, what have you been doing for work? I've been going in every day. He's, in, he's, in, he's also an essential business. I'm still I'm traveling to Pennsylvania doing, doing my normal work. Which was really stressful in the beginning. Yeah, it was. It, it, my work is kind of checking everybody out and keeping 
you know, temperatures down, make checking everybody's temps as you walk in the door. Lots of hand sanitizers supplied to us because we're doing what they can do. Face masks. Face masks is, we, we have to wear a face mask. Yeah, so obviously there's the concern of who Travis comes in contact with because I'm seeing him almost every day to do our training. And so he at work keeps distanced from his coworkers. Luckily you work in a giant warehouse yeah. facility. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm one or two people is with me pretty much all, all the time. Yeah, but it's been sad because both Travis and I have not seen our families. Um, my mom turned 75 yesterday and we, for the first time we went over to her house, me and my siblings, and we sang her happy birthday, but we couldn't, we didn't hug her and we, we stayed socially distanced and that's really to protect her because of her age. Um, and, and we don't want to take anything for granted right now. So everything, everything is really unique. The running piece I can say for me has been a godsend with all of this because I am so socially isolated from everything that I look forward to the daily run where I'm actually getting out of the house because all of our runs are outside and it's really, it's been a wonderful thing to look forward to. Yeah. You get out and you just don't think about it. That's the only time you don't think about it is when you're running. Truly. It, it almost seems like the world is normal uh, when we're out running. and. We've been going to some really cool places for our runs, so you want to mention a couple of um, We went to, what was it, the Great Western? Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 we, so we've gone out to Hancock to the rail trail there. So um, on, on the long miles, some of the weeks, we just went out to do flat miles. And the reason that we're doing a lot, that I'm doing a lot of flat miles right now is that I'm getting used to the CNO um, uh, section of the, uh, of the JFK 50 course. So I have to be prepared to get mentally in it to do the flat miles. Flat miles are very, very challenging for me. I, I, hate, I hate it. It's like being on a treadmill. Um, and so we've gone to beautiful locations like that. We've gone to Williamsport. We went to the Great Allegheny Passage last week. Um, just really pretty locations where we get our miles in. Right, man, interrupt. So are you going to all these places because of COVID-19 or are you going to these places to keep it interesting? And the reason I ask is if we're, if we're keeping it on topic, really I want to know what has changed in your training? Has your training kind of been the same? Mm -hmm. Because I know that with the running communities we're part, we're part of, Bros and Broads had to cease operations because of the group, group meetings and stuff like that. So I know personally I'm, I'm losing my motivation because races were canceled big time and I'm I only train for races I only train for you know that sort of stuff and then I miss all the bros and bras so bad like I really do miss running with those guys how um were you guys training other people or were you um just staying in a small crew prior to COVID or what is what has changed in particular to the quarantine do you think as far as our training I don't think it's changed because it's always just me and, me and you running together. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's changed on our training too much. For me, it's changed a little bit because um, a lot of it is going to these places for to stay motivated. It's draining to not be around people for me. It's a very strange thing because I can be very introverted, but I also feed off of the energy of other people and I miss bros and bras. 
so much. And there were runs during the week, for example, the Friday morning run that I did with Fiona and Jens. It's gone. And that was a time that I really enjoyed having social interaction with It'll my come friends. Back. It will, no, it will. And it's really it's really great because the two of them have made a lot of uh, they've been they've been pretty persistent in staying in touch and we even had a zoom meeting last week as if we were together at drinking coffee after our run um, but the other thing is on Wednesday nights I'm part of the uh, wild wonderful Wednesday hash house Harriers and super fun super fun it's something you look forward to every week and they it was great because we've all adapted to change. We've all had to get very used to being comfortable with what's uncomfortable and everybody's adapted. And what we did with that group is we call it ISO hashing. Um, we still have a hare that goes out and lays the trail and the runners who are trying to follow the trail and catch the trail are, count, are, called, are called hounds. And ISO hashing means that the hounds go out by ourselves or with a quarantine. There are a couple people who are like me and Travis mm -hmm. who are used to seeing each other and we've still been able to have the fun with that. So I appreciate the creativity that some runners have incorporated into like the, the weekly runs, but it's, it's set because yeah, bros and bras can't get together like we mm. used to. And it's all good. Yeah. Runners find a way to run. Running's not canceled. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've, one guy would done a gazillion loops in his backyard. Which I thought was really cool. That was uh, Chris Looney. Yeah, Chris Looney. And I was, so impressed with that. Did a number. I'm just shaking my head. You said thousand laps? No, no he, a gazillion. <laughs> he did. He did. I believe it was either a marathon or an yeah, ultra distance. On a that, point ten mile. Loop, on a point uh, ten mile loop. That's <laughs> <laughs> mental toughness. I'm glad you brought that up because if you talk about the way that runners are adapting to COVID, runners, when when you talk about something like what he did. I look at that as an adaptation to, to races being canceled. My race was canceled. What's a creative way that I can do it virtually? I was reading about a lady who did a 100-miler. Um, she ran um, a mile loop in her neighborhood and did it in 31 hours and just to get a 100-miler a, a, a in. I've also heard of people doing that 24-hour challenge yeah. where they run a certain distance or the 4x4. Four all of these are creative ways that we can keep ourselves motivated. And, and lastly, COVID-19 too. What? COVID-19. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Oh. Lastly, the bros and bras, um, Kevin came up with a really great idea to keep people motivated and have them work towards something. And that's the COVID-19. And there are a number of different goals that you can chase within that. And you don't have to be a runner. You can run, uh, one of them is, is to run 19 miles. One of them is to be active for 19 minutes, and, and you can walk. Per day. Per, per, per day. Until the end of the quarantine. Yeah, so if you finish one of the goals, let's say you finish running 19 hours or 19 miles, you just keep going. And, and let's see how many hours we rack up when all of the restrictions are lifted. And it's gonna be a while before we do that. It, that has been a godsend because every day there's a reason for somebody to post to say, this is how I'm staying motivated as a runner. This is what I did for COVID-19. And then you see other runners react to that saying, I was really having a hard time today. I really didn't feel like getting out, but then I saw this and I have a reason to get out now. Yeah. Do you think we've covered everything on how runners are adjusting? Because from my point of view, it seems like beyond the races being canceled and us having to deal with them just being, like I know the Ragnars, most of them got 
postponed a whole year. I mean, is is COVID really affecting the running community if you actually want to run? No, not if you actually want to run. I think that it's okay to say that there's still heartache out there for the races that have been canceled. And I can say that some racing organizations are handling those cancellations better than others. And to be fair, a lot of the cancellations happen in the first couple of weeks of everybody being on quarantine. So these organizations were scrambling and they had already spent a lot of the money for all the gear and the swag and they were figuring out what to do. One race organization that I still say did it the best is Marine Corps Marathon. They offered, they were very clear in offering options to those who were registered for the 17.75, whether you wanted to run it virtually, whether you wanted to defer. Um, Some race organizations understandably so cannot give refunds and all of us sign a waiver when we when we register for them none of us expect this to happen but um in all cases where we could either run it virtually or defer i have taken one of those options that's not to say it's not still heartbreaking i think a lot of people were were very sad and affected by the cancellation of a highland sky um particularly in our community anything trapped uh, i agree with um, highland sky that's the one we deferred to to next year. We did. Yeah. So we're still doing it. Yeah. And we're not we're not giving up on running. Um, and in fact, next week, uh, we love our local races. Our local races are everything to us. We promote them. They are the reason that Bros and Bras is successful. And next weekend would have been the Harpers Ferry Half. Um, my very first half marathon, it is so near and dear to my heart. Um, it's it, we can't we cannot have it. And so a lot of runners are going out and still running it virtually and still running it socially distanced. What is really great is the race director, Mark Kukazella, Dr. Mark Kukazella, of course, who is a huge influence in our community. You're so lucky to have him. Has been very clear and in sharing information about what you can and cannot do to be uh, to be responsibly socially distanced. And he has been a champion saying running's not running's not canceled. I encourage the community to still get out and support and and run these races. And then the the final thing I'll say is that with some of them, with uh, with regard to refunds, I think that's where a lot of people are having a hard time if they're not getting their money back. A lot of these organizations benefit greater organizations and charitable organizations, particularly our local races. And so I have no issue whatsoever if they can't refund uh, the amount of money, because to me, if it goes back into the the effort that they were trying to serve uh, that's I'm, I'm happy with that i i think that moving forward we're just kind of holding our breath a little bit i can't see that that the big huge races for the fall um i don't see how they might be able to still go on just because bringing that many people together it might be difficult, but we're still holding out hope for JFK in November. We're still training for it. If it's canceled, we will, I'll still train for it to do it next year. I'm going to do it. Um, yeah. What do you think about the thousand K that we just signed up for a virtual speaking so, of virtual rooms? Yeah, we have another way that you can get creative, like these little loops and neighborhoods and stuff like that. There is a great virtual race across Tennessee, and you're, you're, it's, it's a virtual race that goes from May 1st through the end of August, and you have to, it's a thousand K, and which is roughly how? 621 miles, I believe. 621 miles, and Travis told me about it, 
It is. Uh, it was created by Lazla, who is the who is the creator of the Barkley marathons, and a ton of people I know, at least in our community, but a ton of people all over the world have signed up to participate in that. Travis and I are participating in that, and so every mile that we log, whether it be for another virtual race or just a training run, we log in that great virtual um, race across Tennessee. And we've even entertained the idea of once we get to the final miles of actually going down to Tennessee and finishing those final miles on the actual course in Tennessee. Cool. It's going to be so cool. And after you finish with this segment, you can actually actually go backward. Um, they'll give you a link to do that. And we'll probably do that as well. The thing is, our miles are high anyway. And so it's super fun to have something to work toward and to keep you motivated. If you know that you're working toward a thousand uh, K goal, Keep working. She keep chipping away at it every day. Oh, one final topic on this: What, um, how has the uh, your local running stores been adapting to not being able to allow people in? Two Rivers Treads is our favorite local running store. It is the first minimalist shoe store um, in the United States, and we are very lucky to have it in our community. Dr. Mark Kukazella again, um, and and his team there has done a great job at adapting to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. First of all, they have set up um, uh, clotheslines on the outside of their store so that people can drop off uh, face masks and pick up face masks. They've done this in the wintertime with coats. This is something they do all the time. Uh, secondly, they are open for person, for, for, um, for people to go by and pick yeah. things up one to three, from one to three daily. And, um, and they're practicing all the safe social distancing things. They are not allowing people to crowd in. They're, they're basically, I had to go in there a couple of times and I saw one person, I saw Sarah, yeah. and she just welcomes me into the store. She wiped things down um, after they were touched. I picked up what I needed and it was great. So, so not only is running not canceled, but getting your gear for running is not canceled as well. Because we all know some of us have an addiction to Two Rivers Treads. I'm one of them. <laughs> but we're, ha we're so happy to get to continue to support that store as well as the local races like Harper's Ferry Half that we can still run virtually in our community. Talk about the art, running art challenge that they started off. Oh. <laughs> so... First of all, in the beginning of the year, Two Rivers Treads had a challenge where it was just keep the, the Winter Warrior Challenge. This was before everything went down with COVID, and it was to keep people motivated to go outside and exercise in the winter. And I know I've talked to some of my friends who are used to getting on treadmills in the winter. I, I almost never get on a treadmill. <laughs> but I do know people who do, and they, they've mentioned that, hey, I didn't get on the treadmill, and I was actually outside and active. It was a huge success with a lot of people in the community, and so they've just launched a new challenge, and that is um, GPS art. So we all know that as runners, when <laughs> when we're finished, we have course maps, and I it's like looking at clouds. I I get a kick out of it, and my friend Sarah does too. We like making, we like interpreting the shapes. Um, and so they've actually uh, launched a challenge and it's going, I believe, through this week where um, it's an art contest <laughs> to challenge people to create these great shapes and things in their... Uh, it's, uh, not, it's not really easy. Have you guys tried one? It's, it's not. I haven't tried one. My friend Sarah was trying a dinosaur one this morning and she texted me and said she it was so cool. Today was an, um, 
uncommonly cold day and uh and it was i think it was in the low 30s uh early in the morning and she was doing a dinosaur one and and up on the mountain it was so cold Travis, what kind of artwork do you want to do oh. i don't know i've seen yours and i thought it was pretty cool the birds and girls when you did that was me and like five other people and i just yeah. happened to catch them after work yeah, that, i was that not was... a part of that planning committee really that was 5.4 to write Bros and Bronze across Charlestown. That was, that was done cool. by uh, Robert Leland and Missy. They kind of headed that up and a few of us stragglers tagged along. That was pretty cool though. Yeah. Um, and then we saw Jack Did Runner. Jack Did Runner. I've seen some cool people who've done like uh, just things that look like creatures. Um, Sarah, again, we had a friend who did something that looked like Alien from the movie Aliens. Um, and so I challenged her to do Predator. <laughs> she, is, she is the most fun runner friend. Um, and so she was working on a design for that as well. Um, and so it's, it's just another thing to keep it fresh, to keep it interesting. Runners... We've noticed as runners that a lot of families are out now. We've seen a lot of people at the canal. I love that. Hold on. I got a challenge for you. Yeah. I want you guys to write JFK 50. Okay. I think we could do that, Trav. Let's do that this week. Okay. Where do you think you'd do it? Do it in Martinsburg, Travis? Or would you do it? We could do it here. Yeah, we could do it down here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this uh, kind of wraps up our... COVID-19 episodes or anything you think we missed? I, no, I just want to you know reiterate that I think that runners are resilient and I think that we're used to having a shared suffering and so for everything that people are going through right now with isolation and potential loneliness, I think that running, being an outlet, walking, cycling, being outside, um, it's strange that we're in this environment right now with the weather so nice. I think it's been wonderful that either people who are active are continuing to be able to get out or that people who weren't active are finding their way into being active now. And I appreciate that our community supports that um, and hopefully and we'll continue to do it. This is our new normal. Final words, Travis? Yeah, I think Jenny kind of touched on about everything. Come on, bro. I got to get you some camera time. <laughs> some camera time. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel the same way she does about all the runners finding ways to still run and move and exercise. I mean, if you want to do it, there's always a way to find time to do it the safe way. Right on. Is that it, guys? I think that is. Thank okay. you. Thanks for being on the Break It Down Bracket. Uh, Have you heard of Bracken's painting? I started Bracken's painting back in 2011. We do both residential and commercial painting. We have contractors licenses in West Virginia and Virginia, and we carry all the necessary insurances like workers' comp, general liability. Uh, we operate a small staff that focuses on meeting the homeowner's needs and project manager's timeline expectations. Uh, we, pri we try to have exceptional attention to detail. If you're interested in doing any sort of commercial or residential painting, please contact Bracken's Painting. More information can be found at www.brackenspainting.com. This podcast is brought to you by City National Bank in Ransom, West Virginia. I am Melissa Knott and manage both of our Jefferson County locations. Our Charlestown location is located on George Street in Charlestown and the Ransom location is located in the Potomac Marketplace Shopping Center. 
City National Bank is a full-service community bank that provides an array of financial services. We offer a range of free checking accounts and savings products for both consumer and business customers. City National Bank offers competitive low-rate and low-cost lending products for both business and personal needs. Come and talk to me or one of my team members and get products and services that are tailored to fit your schedule and help you to achieve your financial goals. I can be reached at both the Ranson and Charlestown locations. Check out our website at www.bankatcity.com. The intro and background music you're hearing today on the podcast is produced and written and performed by Peter Clark from his album Peter Clark After Dark. This song is actually called Finely Tanned Beer Guts. I used to have a beer gut. Sometimes it was tan. I don't know if it was finely tanned. It was definitely a hairy kind of tanned beer gut. But I don't really know much about why this song is named this or where he drew his inspiration. But you can hear the full song on Peter Clark After Dark, which you can search on SoundCloud.